If you want to know what is really happening in the world today, you need to read the Parsha HaShavua, the weekly Torah reading. Join Rabbi Mendel Lipska for the next hour as he delves and enumerates the themes running through the weekly Torah Parsha, only on 101.9 High FM. And a wonderful area to all of you, and a wonderful Rishchodesh, Rishchodesh Kislev, and straight from Rishchodesh we come into Shabbos, and what a wonderful special time this is. We have both the energy of Shabbos and the energy of Rishchodesh coming together, both of which have their own unique power, both of which have their own unique ability to give us strength in the service of God, both of whom bring about a tremendous change in the world in terms of time, in terms of person, in terms of everything that we do. And when, of course, Rosh Chodesh comes out on Friday, and when we go straight from Rosh Chodesh, from the new month, into Shabbos, it blends these two powerful energies and gives us the type of strength that we need, particularly at this time when we need strength most of all. And, of course, what's the difference, the obvious difference, between Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh? Shabbos deals with the time of the week, the seven days of the week, whereas Rosh Chodesh deals with the time of the month. And while, of course, people might think there's no difference between this type of time and that type of time, the truth is that every single time dimension has its own unique character, just as every single day has its own unique time character. So does the time of the week have its own character, as does the time of the month. But there are also other differences, other important differences that enable us to understand the difference between Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh. Shabbos comes at the end of the week, after six days of work, six days of creation, six days of involvement in the world. We come into the sanctity of Shabbos. After six days of creation, God said, what is the world missing? The world is missing Menucha. The world is missing an essential type of rest. Rest is not laziness. It means a tranquility, a spiritual tranquility that comes after the effort of creation, the effort of work. Whereas Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh comes at the beginning of the month. Now what is the difference between something that comes at the end of a time activity or something that comes at the beginning of a time activity? How does Shabbos happen? Shabbos happens automatically every seven days. From the first time that Shabbos came during creation, after the first seven day, after the first six days came Shabbos, since time immemorial, every seventh day is Shabbos. Whereas when it comes to Rosh Chodesh, it needed human effort and human involvement. When the Sanhedrin, the Jewish high court, was functioning, it was a whole process. Witnesses would go out and scan the skies to see if, in fact, the moon appeared. And the Sanhedrin were men of great wisdom, and they understood and they knew astronomy quite well. Yet, they had to wait for witnesses to come and say, we saw the moon. And these witnesses were interrogated quite heavily. Where did you see it? In what part of the sky? Were the horns vertical? Were they horizontal? Were they this size or that side, wanting to know for sure that what they saw was indeed the moon? And when the Sanhedrin was satisfied that in actual fact the new moon was seen, they would declare a Shodesh. And there was tremendous joy. 
because after all, Rosh Chodesh was declared and festivals were set, etc., etc. The difference between Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh came about as a result of tremendous human effort, whereas Shabbos comes automatically. And this is something which is important for us to understand. There are different types of spiritual awareness and spiritual strength. Some spiritual strength comes automatically. Every seventh day, every Shabbos, Hashem sends down a powerful type of Shabbos energy into our lives, whether we deserve it or not. In fact, whether we worked for it or not. And even though our sages tell us that you have to prepare for Shabbos, Misha, if we don't prepare food, we won't have what to eat on Shabbos. But nonetheless, Shabbos is an automatic energy that comes to us, whether we've prepared or not. Rosh Chodesh, on the other hand, takes tremendous effort. The witnesses have to go and scan the skies. The Sanhedrin have to interrogate these people. Proclamations have to be made. And this is why it comes at the beginning of the month. This is something of great human purpose, great human effort. And every single day, the moon shines more and more. The light, the energy increases more and more until it comes to the apex, until it comes to the full moon. And this is something which we have to understand. The different types of spiritual energy that we have that which comes automatically, that which we have to work for, that which is always there in its state of perfection, that which continues to grow and progress and develop. This month, the month of Kislev, Erev Shabbos, these two energies come together, the energy of Rosh Chodesh and the energy of Shabbos. The automatic power of Shabbos comes tonight. The worked-for, the developmental energy of Rosh Chodesh is something that we celebrate today. But they blend together into one time frame. And this is something that we have to understand. And this is why today, tonight, is such an incredible, joyous time. And it's something that we have to celebrate. It's something that we have to appreciate. It's something that we have to draw from. It's something that we have to use. It's something that we have to apply. It's something that we have to make real in our own lives. We have that double energy, the energy of Rosh Chodesh at the beginning, the energy of Shabbos, which comes at the end. It comes together. There is power there. There is greatness there. We have to use it. More of that soon. This is the Pasha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We're talking about the difference between the energy of Shabbos and the energy of Rosh Chodesh, one that comes automatically, such as Shabbos, and then one that has to be worked for. Rosh Chodesh has to be worked for. Shabbos comes automatically. And as our sages tell us that Shabbos is like the light of the sun that's always there, bright and powerful, whereas Rosh Chodesh is the light of the moon, as we know, which waxes and wanes. What's the difference between having the Shabbos energy and having the Rosh Chodesh energy? We take a look at the parsha of the week, which is told out, and that gives us tremendous insight into the two different types of energies. What happens in Toldot? It opens up 
with Yitzchak, Isaac, and Rivka, Rebecca praying to God for a child. Both come from very different backgrounds. Yitzchak is the son of Abraham and Isaac of Abraham and Sarah of Raham and Sarah. Righteous people, pious people, people who change the world. Rebecca comes from Betuel, the sister of Lavan, corrupt, dishonest people. But nonetheless, Yitzchak and Rebecca are both pious, righteous, holy people. They pray to God. And they're blessed with children, twins. But Rebecca is troubled. The twins are struggling within her. And she knows this is not merely physical discomfort that she's experiencing. She knows that there is some battle going on within her womb. So she goes to the house of God, to the yeshiva of Shem, who is the elder of that generation. And she consults with him. What is happening? Is this that I prayed for? And Shem says, yes. You will have twins, two children. Each one will be very different. One will be given to and driven by power and greed and might and armies and physical strength. The other will be a man who was driven by piety and holiness and righteousness. And each one will try to influence the world with what they stand for and what they believe in. And this is what came to be. Esau. Esau became the man of physical power, the man of physical strength. He saw the world as something that had to be dominated with physical power. Building great armies, building great empires, building nations of power. Yaakov. Yaakov was a man who was devoted to Torah study and teaching the world the life of decency and goodness. A life of spiritual honesty. A life of interacting with human beings on a level of goodness. Very, very different. And one would think to oneself, who was the stronger? Who was the mightier? First glance, of course it was Esau. Esau had mighty armies. Esau had tremendous skills in warfare. Esau was a hunter. Esau was a man who knew how to use the sword and the bow and arrow. Esau was a man who knew how to dominate people and dominate nations. Yaakov was a man who sat in the tent. A metaphor for an individual who did not display that type of physical power. And one would come to the decision, to the conclusion that Esau was the most powerful. He had the huge lands. Yaakov was a wandering Jew. But on the other hand, consider this for a moment. Who survived? Esau, yes, he had huge empires, but all those empires sooner or later fell. Some lasted a bit longer, some a bit shorter, but they fell. The mighty armies destroyed. The great nations dispersed. Yaakov and his family a minority, a handful of people, they survive. Now, what takes greater strength? What takes greater power to become the leader of a mighty army, physically strong, 
dominant or to have the power of survival regardless of the fact that whatever challenge you encounter, whatever is thrown at you, you somehow come out on top with dignity and with pride and with strength. What is the greater strength? Without question, it's Jacob, the survivor. The one who walks from nation to nation, from land to land, from difficulty to difficulty, from challenge to challenge, beaten often. Yet he remains as a people with pride and with dignity for thousands of years, without an army, without a land, without power. And yet he is here, a minority within a minority. That is what Yaakov represents, that who is Yaakov, and that is his strength. These are the twins. Now we come back to the idea of the energy of the sun and the energy of the moon. Sometimes you have the energy of the sun, always present, powerful. The sun is always there in all its intensity. It displays the fullness of that huge orb that sends out light and heat and power every single day. Yes, sometimes the clouds obscure the presence of the sun, but the sun is always there in its full might. And then there's the moon, sometimes only a sliver, sometimes only a tiny crescent, Sometimes full, it waxes and wanes. The Jewish people, the Jewish people are representative of the moon. We wax and we wane. Sometimes there are moments of glory, sometimes there are moments of pain, sometimes moments of greatness, sometimes moments of difficulty. These are the two energies that we possess. Shabbos is the glory of the sun. But it's not always that we are able to use that energy alone. We need the energy of the month as well. The one that is sometimes full and sometimes completely dark. Because in a sense, we survive the darkness. We survive the challenges. We survive the difficulties. We go through the darkness. And it might appear for a moment or two that it's all gone, but it's not. Give it a few days. And it reappears. Sometimes, as I said, only as a tiny sliver in the distant skies. But it's there. And it begins to grow and it continues to progress. And it continues to develop again and again and again. This is the great battle of Yaakov and Esau. Esau demands the presence of power. Instant gratification. He wants everything here and now. Yaakov is a patient man. Yaakov understands that he has a huge mission in this world. Yaakov understands that he has to travel 
in terms of time, in terms of geography, in terms of space, Yaakov realizes there is so much for him to do. Yaakov realizes that sometimes the obvious glory is not there. Sometimes his gratification will be delayed. But Yaakov knows at the end of the road, of course there will be the greatness. Of course there will be the reward. Of course there is the coming of Mashiach. But Yaakov understands the necessity and purpose of exile as well. Jacob understands the blessing of being the one who sits in a tent. What does sitting in a tent represent? It's not a permanent home. You pitch the tent here, you put it down, and the next day you put it up somewhere else. This is the idea of the wandering Jew, the exile. He goes from place to place. The danger is sometimes when we begin to consider the physical as the ultimate purpose, when we begin to allow the ace of mentality to enter into our lives, when we forget that we are a moon people, we forget that we change from situation to situation. We despair when we shouldn't despair. When things become difficult and dark, we think to ourselves, wow, it's the end of things, but it's not. This is why this year, when Rosh Chodesh Kislev comes out on Friday and it brings us directly into Shabbos. These two powerful energies gives us tremendous strength, tremendous purpose, tremendous greatness. It illuminates the Parsha. It makes us understand what the battle between Yaakov and Esau is all about. It's not sibling rivalry. It's not one brother who wants this and another brother who wants that. It's two different views of the world. Asaph says the world will be dominated by physical power, by physical might. Asaph says the world can only be joyous and purposeful when physical might and power control it. But the inner deep powerful wisdom of Yaakov says don't be foolish, don't be silly there will be moments of challenge there will be moments of difficulty there will be situations that you won't understand there will be times of darkness but don't despair that will change yes of course there are moments when we have the rays of the sun and they are powerful and they are uplifting and they are great but there will be times of the darkness of the moon, but that too will change and we will see the Rosh Chodesh. This is something which is so important for us to understand. We've been hit pretty hard by challenges in the last little while. The challenge of the pandemic, the challenges that have confronted the Jewish people in Meron, in Jerusalem, the rise of anti-Semitism, the craziness that affects the world, the moral values that are being attacked wherever you look. And you think to yourself, how will we ever survive? And that's why it's important for us to look at the Rosh Chodesh concept, to look at the ongoing battle between Yaakov and Esau and think to ourselves, what is it? What really is it that enables us to understand what our strength really is. Is our strength the power of physical might, of physical possessions, of powerful armies, 
We use it from time to time, but that's not our real strength. Our strength comes from something entirely different, the strength of Jacob, understanding challenge, and yes, even sometimes welcoming challenge. And not only surviving, but thriving as a result. More of that soon. This is the Pasha Hashavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. So we're talking about these two different types of spiritual energies, how each one is absolutely necessary because in actual fact, when we take a look at our history, we begin to see how each one plays its unique and special role in giving us the necessary type of strength to survive the particular type of challenges that we are faced. Chodesh Kislev, the month of Kislev is a special month because we celebrate tremendous, tremendous, miraculous time. Of course, Hanukkah, the festival of lights, Kislev, when the light of Hasidut was saved. It's a festival that we celebrate light. What is light all about? Light, of course, enables us to see things clearly. What light does, it doesn't create anything, it doesn't change anything, it merely reveals that which is there in a very obvious, in a very clear sort of way. And this is something which is important for us to understand. We have to see things clearly. When we don't see things clearly, when we don't understand things clearly, when we don't recognize things as they should be understood and recognized. We have all sorts of confused and sometimes destructive, destructive views of life. This is why we have to have light in our lives. And as I mentioned before, two different types of light. Light of the sun, light of the moon. Sometimes we need the intensity of the sunlight to tell us something which is strong and powerful and beautiful and correct and incredibly intense in every sense of the word. Sometimes we need the moon, something which is slow, progressive. Day by day, it increases in its luminous power. This is something which is important for us to understand because that's the nature of the people that we are. We are individuals that grow and change. We are not constant creatures. We don't get born and we remain exactly the same as we were from moment one until the last moment of life. But each and every single age and stage of life, we change. We have different intellectual challenges, emotional challenges. We encounter different situations. We encounter different people. And this is why we need different type of life energies to guide us. And this is where the idea of the Shabbos light and the Rosh Chodesh light comes into play. Every single Shabbos we are given the energy of the Shabbos light, the Menucha, the rest. We break away from the week, the intensity of the week, the hard work of the week. We are involved in physical things. We are involved in the challenge, some in earning a living, some in pursuing whatever it is they pursue. Come Shabbos, woman lights the candle, husband, father makes Kiddush, and things are transformed into a new and different reality. Shabbos comes. 
And sometimes we need the month reality to look at certain situations and to realize this demands slow, constant growth, an approach which is altogether different. It's not going to be dramatic. It's not going to be radical, but it demands a type of light energy that makes us understand more and more and more as time goes on. This is the light metaphor of Rosh Chodesh. And this is something that we have to understand. This is what Yaakov teaches us. Yaakov teaches us, yes, there are moments of glory. There are moments of greatness. There are moments when we see the revealed miracles of God, the revealed blessings of God, and we celebrate with gusto, we dance, we sing, we express that joy with unbelievable energy. But Yaakov also tells us there are moments that we have to slowly go through the challenge and difficulty of understanding that we don't understand, that we don't really see. We have to recognize that we have to rely on the depth of faith and trust in Hashem, that He will get us through this difficulty to a different type of energies. And when Yaakov is blessed by his father Yitzchak, what does Yitzchak say to him? Your strength will come. Your strength will come from the recognition that you always have to be loyal to that which you believe in, your faith in God, the observance of mitzvot, the study of Torah. The moment you give that up, the moment that you allow yourself to be impressed by the values of Asim, he will become dominant in your life, in your life, in the life of your children, and in the life of your children's children. Understand that you are different. Your strength comes from a different place altogether. That's where your energy comes from. You have to have the courage to recognize this is not your place. The moment you allow yourself to be influenced by the very seductive concept of the strength of Aesop, he will control your life. And this is why we need both energies. The energy of Shabbos, the moment of glory and greatness, the energy of Rosh Chodesh, the slow progress. So when you're in Shul tomorrow and read this Parsha, listen carefully, it's a great story. All sorts of twists and turns of how Yaakov gets what he has to get and how he goes on his way to fulfill the great purpose and mission of becoming all the third of the patriarchs, but the father who has the twelve sons to become the twelve tribes of Israel. It's a great story to be continued. Listen carefully also today. Celebrate Rosh Chodesh. Do something extra. Make sure that you draw down from the energy of Rosh Chodesh today. Do it in every sense of the word. Have a wonderful, joyous Rosh Chodesh and good Shabbos.